Hello and welcome to Swipe Right for Love, the podcast about love and dating for millennials, the highs and the lows. I'm Patrick Darcy. I'm India Block. And I'm Imogen Blake. Hello everyone. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. This is, what will this be? Round three. Yeah, round mm-hmm. three. Yeah, yeah, because the the last one was a pre-recorded episode. Yeah, we recorded that one quite a while ago. <laughs> we won't say how long. <laughs> but it had the best stories. So. Yeah, so, so, yeah. But today, today, we're going to uh, follow up our Valentine's Day stories. Yeah, I'm sure everyone was waiting at home um, with bated breath to see if we survived another Valentine's Day. I mean, I just can't <laughs> believe we're making them wait four weeks for it. It's, <laughs> it's a bit of a slow update. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, <laughs> we could have eloped by now. You know? <laughs> like, we could be anywhere. Well, I'm actually married. I don't know if I've told you guys, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell um no you promised that you were going to fall in love with the man you met at chocolate dating well yeah so so readers viewers listeners whatever you are um i did go on a valentine's day date um with on my chocolate date um and it went well he was really lovely and it was my first date for maybe six months um so i was quite i wasn't actually as nervous as i thought i was gonna be but um obviously when i got there i was like oh shit actually I can't remember how to do this. But he was really sweet, really lovely, really talkative and chatty. Um, unfortunately, spoiler alert, there was no chemistry and we have parted ways as friends, firm friends. We followed each other on Instagram and really, what could be better than that? <laughs> but um, he, we had a lovely evening, chatted for hours and uh, yeah, really nice. So a nice introduction back into dating, if there was no love. Um, the best bit was you then tried to pass him off onto me. <laughs> Yeah. He thought he was more my type. Not even subtly as well. I was had a man bun. <laughs> just on just on just on our group chat. Just yeah, like, like, hey, you really like this guy, India. Oh hi Patrick. We <laughs> now, we now have no secrets because anytime something happens that could be vaguely related to this podcast, it goes on the group chat. But how was your Valentine's Day date, India? Oh, yeah, so I couldn't take you up on the lovely offer of your sloppy chocolate seconds <laughs> because I actually um in in the meantime, managed to acquire myself a first date for Valentine's Day, not deliberately, um, but I was on Tinder and was asked for a drink. And the only day that I could do that week was the Wednesday. Um, and uh, and luckily he saw the, the funny side of that as well. Um, and so we did go out and brave the couples, um, which was amusing. And actually, as discussed in our WhatsApp group, the couples on Valentine's Day are are ba- they're present. They're certainly present, and you can kind of tell. And it's very interesting to see what kind of um, level of of intimacy people are at on their on their Valentine's Day dates. And we bar hopped, so we got a kind of front row seat to a lot of a lot of other people's dates. But um, actually, it's it's the morning after where you are commuting alone. Thank you. I was- I was very ladylike. Um, and then you realise that lots of people have obviously arranged to stay over with their partners that night or, you know, maybe they got lucky. And there's just a lot of couples on the tube <laughs> the next morning, which is my least favourite thing possibly in the world, especially on the Northern Line where space is at a premium. And if you're kind of draped over someone, you're just taking up so much room because you move as one unit and you just barrel through. Um, anyway, sidebar there. Also, can I clarify, India? I 
sloppy seconds he was not he's a lovely man i thought he might be nice for you i just want to clarify guys we it. said we would keep the drama of the <laughs> podcast then, honestly like i would have taken you up if i hadn't had this very nice first date um uh, who i stupidly while gabbling along within the first 10 minutes we got onto the subject of podcasts and then i was like i've got one <laughs> And then, yeah, and then he went and found the episode and listened to it. Um, I still got a second date, so. Um, so you so must it, like our work, success. Yeah, or or he wants to become immortalized in this podcast. Third date still pending, <laughs> but um, obviously there's a risk if he doesn't come through with that third date. God, I hope he slander I really... him on the internet. So How's your well yeah, so Patrick, did you um did you have any set? menu dramas no well any so set twos with a set menu so valentine's day i was actually pretty exhausted getting this podcast out at like oh, yeah. two in the morning sorry no no my own fault i mean it's been it's been actually a, a weird couple of weeks since we recorded the valentine's day one for me a lot of go, a lot's gone on in my own personal life not going to go into it on this podcast but um so a kind of valentine's day kind of came and and by the time it it came around I was already so late on getting the podcast draft up that got it up, got to sleep, woke up like five hours later, went into work, did 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 the full day. Almost thought I deleted all my company's backed up <laughs> video files for a minute, oh, but it's okay. Turns out, turns out I didn't. Good. So I'm not I'm not fired and or sued. Um, so. Um, <laughs> but so so I just I just went home and I just went to sleep. Um, to be honest, that sounds dreamy. Yeah. Right, moving on from Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. let's 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 move on. Today's topic is music in the bedroom. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna sing, and then I thought maybe not. Well, just yeah, <laughs> generally music in in dating, but a lot of these stories revolve yeah. around the bedroom. Mm. Um, and which yeah, I mean, so the the first thing I think we should talk about is music while we're having sex. Agree or disagree? Uh, well, for one, um, my parents, if you're listening, please turn this off now. <laughs> oh, yeah, please um, do. <laughs> two, I think, I think this is one of the particularly millennial aspects of the topic that while I would probably be like, oh, disagree, it's terrible because there's so many variables that could go wrong, as we will discuss, um, there's usually a reason um, I found, and that's because we, I have always lived in shared accommodation Mm. so these stories are either from uni or moving to London um and you know nine times out of ten unless I'm dating someone who's got their own property in which case you know that's a different kettle of fish uh but you're you're playing the music to kind of run um interference on any other kind of sound and you know when we say we're living in in groups we're also living in houses that weren't meant to be divided up the way Mm. they are so then Thin walls. Someone's probably got like a bedroom in what should be like a downstairs toilet or something. So, yeah, I have mixed views on um, music during sex, and I like to have something in the background because I think it's just awkward when there's just silence between you, especially if you don't know the person very well. Um, but I have learnt what to play and what not to play and for the love of god just don't put your music on shuffle is what i've learned and there will be stories that i will share later 
that are a result of putting my music on shuffle and it has been awful but i do actually think it is nice to have something in the background but now i just sort of go for like smooth jazz or i don't know ambient piano music (laughs) yeah i think that's also the kind of thing that we um the shuffle button is something that came in i guess with like the invention of the ipod i don't know i honestly know nothing about music but the idea that yeah you just hit all of your music and it will just shuffle through and you're playing russian roulette with your music taste um i feel like spotify playlists have probably eased this somewhat Mm. because you can you can pick one of the kind of pre-curated um playlists and hopefully the people at spotify aren't gonna try and like fuck over your love life but um yeah Stay safe, children. Never shuffle. <laughs> Patrick, your opinions? So, no. Um, <laughs> Just no. Well, no. Like, okay, so, so I don't want to go into too much background on my own sad personal upbringing. Oh, go on. But I grew up in a, in a room with my brother. And uh, till 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 uh, I was 17, he was 18. He was always in control of the music. So I've never developed a musical taste. My taste in music has always been what he's listened to, or what my wanky music friends listen to. Joe, right, Amy? Our mate Joe, who, yeah. who refuses to listen to this podcast so we can just <laughs> insult him all we want. Him. Exactly. Damn um, you, Joe. Sorry. You music wanker. No, but like, uh, so so I've never kind of developed this deep personal taste of not or knowledge of music. Like, you know, I like stuff, but like, I don't have curated playlists or I just have about 500 songs on Spotify. I stick on shuffle and I just skip the ones I don't like. Sometimes that means I skip 50 until I find one I like. So I don't know enough about music to have any taste (laughs) and that doesn't work. So I would have to rely entirely on the other person putting on music. And I think I think it's best I just leave it. It only leads to mistakes when you know as little about music as I do. I mean, it only leads to mistakes whatever you do, however good you're tasting music, there will be an embarrassing little song that creeps on, just creeps on there. You don't even, don't even remember that you had it on there and it just comes on just, just at the pivotal moment and you're just... Pivotal. You're... <laughs> the pivotal moment. Pivotal. What, what do I mean? Like gymnastics. <laughs> you... I think pinnacle is what I meant. Pinnacle. I think, that, I think that's just as bad, really. Okay. Well, I think maybe on that note, Time to move on to some anecdotes. Yeah, no, so tell us about these pivotal moments. Tell about I'm going to tell you moment. about these pivotal moments. Um, okay, so the worst, worst, worst one, and I have had a few, but the worst one that really sticks out in my memory was I was dating this lovely, lovely guy um, a few years ago. And it was one of the first times that we were um, having sex. And we'd gone back into his bedroom and... Um, he was in a really, he had a really lovely flat in Islington. It was really, really nice. And we were like making out on the bed. And I think, I don't know why we were playing my music because we were at his flat. But for some reason, we were playing my music off his, off my phone. And stupidly, I just put my phone on shuffle. And I have an eclectic music taste, I would say. Um, my friends will probably be laughing at me because they think it's bad. But I have a mixture of cheese and and good, good stuff as well, but it's all mixed up in a sort of eclectic music soup. And it was all going fine, sort of cool music came on and it was all cool and we were making out of the bears, sort of getting undressed and that sort of thing. And then just as we were kind of not at the not at the pivotal moment. <laughs> the pinnacle. <laughs> the pinnacle moment, whatever it is. Not quite there, but just getting to it, getting in, enough in the mood that we didn't want to be distracted. Um, the song Post Breakup Sex 
by the vaccines came on now <laughs> this isn't the coolest of songs anyway um and and very unfortunately three months before i'd just broken up with my boyfriend of five years he'd had a breakup that we talked about briefly about a year before and this was definitely post breakup sex and it we both knew it and we both avoided each other's eyes and we just both continued with it but i've never had a more awkward three minutes oh just three minutes (laughs) the song lasted three minutes it lasted longer sorry sorry Patrick. <laughs> rebound soundtrack for rebound sex. It was it was unfortunate. And actually, it wasn't even a rebound because it wasn't like immediately afterwards. But it was just that moment where we were like, this song is awkward. Yeah. Because of what's happened. <laughs> Let's just ignore it. And I, I'm pretty sure... I was just part, trying to pretend like I didn't realise what song was coming on because I was so in the moment. But I'm pretty sure we both knew. Um, so that was awkward. God, it's like watching a train come towards <laughs> Honestly, and it's quite like growly that song. It's just like post breakup sex. Oh, that's it. And the second line is helps you forget your ex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, killer! Anyway, who's got a story to rival my awkward encounter? Okay, Patrick's. I have a. Well, this this will help. I feel like all my general tips that I've given on this podcast so far and will give are, are just like highly personal like lessons I've learned. <laughs> That don't apply to like almost anyone else. Oh no, that this is a new section that we want to have. Um, Patrick's basic man tips. Patrick's something. basic man tips. Um, <laughs> don't have the set menu. <laughs> don't have the set menu. Number don't, one. So, so I was at university, um, and we had just finished our January exams, I think, in third year, and we all went out drinking. And one of my housemates had uh, this friend of his from home staying over. And I kind of, we went to a nightclub and I'm not really that into clubbing. And I was kind of like trying to be aloof. Um, don't, first tip, don't do that. Don't ever try and be aloof. Being aloof isn't something you can, you can become. It's something, it's something I feel you are. And I'm not an aloof person. Um, but in this one instance, it did actually work out. I, I, I feel like I, I, uh. My, my my brooding dark persona played off quite well with this one human one time, and um, and we went back to ours went back to ours with, without everyone else, and um, so because it was my housemate and stuff ours, and we, so we went back to the place that we'd started started the night at, and started hooking up, and I just put my music on shuffle. Now I'm very into geek culture, very into video games, very into Star Wars. Uh, so I have a Star Wars video game soundtrack on my Spotify. Of course you do, Patrick. And one of the songs on that is a remix Cantina song from the from A New Hope. And that I didn't know it was the remix. That came on the shuffle, and I. The worst part was definitely that I tried immediately to stop the music playing because well, you like scrambled for the pause button. I lost my balance. You were being aloof. You were meant to. I know. Style it out. It was literally no. I just I kind of just I I fell off the bed, scrambled, scrambled to the computer, turned it off, and I think her real reaction was actually more 
Why did you just fall off the bed, you weirdo? <laughs> because she probably didn't recognise the opening bars of the Star Wars Cantina song. No, but I did. <laughs> Remix. So that is, that is, that is why I tend to avoid music in the bedroom. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that the whole kind of not, because I don't consider myself to have, um, I mean, I like the music that I like, but it's not cool. And also it has been kind of repeatedly uh, told to me that it's not cool, often by like people I'm dating, usually men. Um, and so I either, you know, resort to a pre-selected shuffle um, of, some, of like not my songs or I'll let them pick, um, which then leaves you at, at the mercy of their soundtrack. Um, as in one, one instance in my last year of university, I was dating this gorgeous man who um <clears throat> was on the norwegian rugby team and uh was from norway hello <laughs> and was kind of perfect in almost every way apart from his playlist choice which was just kind of like i don't know how to describe it you know kind of euro trash um <laughs> I don't know, like bass hunter style. I don't. This is how bad at music I am. Is it EDM or like dance music? I don't know. I just remember kind of like halfway through a particularly athletic session, tuning in and suddenly being like, "Is this just the the um, Eurovision rejects playlist?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, sorry, um, that was my terrible <laughs> Norwegian accent." Um, so yeah, that was kind of, and I was like, oh, it's fine. We'll just, we'll just keep going. It's worth it. Um, so I think a lot of my, my kind of, uh, yeah, stories involve kind of lost in translation because I also, in my old house, my room was next door to uh, my Spanish housemate's room and was kind of converted 1960s post-war house that we were living in you know I'm sure it was helped to buy Thatcher um and it had this weird kind of heating system that was done through vents and then I think that heating system had been taken out but the vents remained and so there was kind of a vent that even though we had no abutting walls you could kind of hear what was happening in someone else's room on like certain frequencies including like if you played music too loudly or you were um like listening to a film late at night and I, I grew to learn he had a particular playlist for when he was entertaining the ladies, um, which was, you know, often and like often not the same one. It was very lucky if they got a return visit. So he, he, he didn't really need to kind of um, branch out his playlist. He only had one playlist this kind of seductive salsa playlist but it got to the point that when the kind of opening bars of the seductive salsa playlist came on i would just be like right headphones oh god for the next i mean literally for the next three minutes it did not last long it was not a long playlist um but yeah it was just kind of one of my like tragic sharing stories where you're like oh god here we go again I just, I feel like the thing to take away from that is don't ever have a salsa playlist you've put together for the ladies bring you bring over to your house. Or just, you know, branch out a bit. But I mean, he, his dating method was literally, there was a, 
uh, like pizza place around the corner that he would take them for their first date and he was so popular at this pizza place because he had so much return custom that the waiters loved him and I would go with him with like other housemates especially if he'd ever got cancelled on or stood up we'd just like go along instead and they'd bring you like free garlic bread free limoncello shots but obviously like and the girls the ones I had like conversed with were thoroughly charmed by this whole kind of spiel of um you know how attentive all the girls that I'd spoken to who'd been subjected to this kind of uh pre-ordained date with him had been thoroughly charmed by how attentive all the wait staff were and I don't think any of them suspected anything um but yeah he was devastated when it when it shut down I'm not really sure where he goes now but um yeah, basically, you know, I suppose if you know what works for you, then you can have your one restaurant that you go to and then your one sexy salsa playlist that you play the ladies. And then, you know, if you repeat customer, then you panic, which is also what he did. So, Well, you know what they you know what they say about sex? One size fits all. And there is never any need for any <laughs> consideration uh, or originality. Is that, is that what they've taught you? I mean, this was the same housemate that I once found in the communal bathroom rinsing out a condom. <laughs> oh, God, don't even. And like, not like just rinsing, like filling it up like a water balloon to check for holes no. in case he was so paranoid that these women would become so obsessed with him <laughs> that they would want to bear his child but also i was trying to explain to him i was like um at this point it's too late yeah <laughs> what are you gonna do like march them down to boots and like force them to date the morning after pill which would be dark and illegal and awful and wrong like at this point like you're you are fucked like <laughs> also i have to brush my teeth in that sink please stop it's fucking disgusting um, but yeah sharing with people is horrible and <laughs> terrible <laughs> and summary <laughs> We've got our first ever listener anecdote, everyone, which is very exciting. Um, so Phil Makepeace on Twitter has messaged me about his bad music sex song. I need a catchier thing for that. Um, he basically said that he put on uh, the Death Cab for Cutie album called Narrow Stairs. I don't know this album at all. Don't know if you guys do. Um, but apparently it's, you know, I mean, he said it was one of his favorite albums, but he put on the extended version. Now, I mean, fair play to Phil because he got to the end of the album by the time he was having sex, so good one, Phil. Round of applause for Phil. Um, But one of the tracks at the end of the album is literally a guy from the band reading out the album notes, and he was fully into it when this track came on, and he said, I quote him, it's fucking excruciating and kills the mood. Um... So apart from that, he said it is a good sex album. So two thumbs up from Phil. It's a um, extended version. I think, I think the idea is behind the album is to have you finish before the, before the album notes <laughs> so that you can like listen to the album notes afterwards while you're chilling exactly. out. And, like, the debrief. Get, yeah, get some background <laughs> on the music you've just listened to. Yeah, so um, that, that's pretty awkward. But happy ending, guys, because Phil is still with the girl that he was having sex with to that album. Um, and has been for a while, I think. So, obviously, it didn't ruin their relationship. Aww. Happy story. Happy story, guys. God, why can't all the stories <laughs> we have on this show end with a happy ending? <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, yeah, I've, I've got a couple of anecdotes as well from people um, who wish to remain anonymous. Um, one of my friends told me a story about how when he was at uni, one of his flatmates um, had such a propensity for uh, having loud sex that he finally broke and um, and put the, the amp to his like guitar. Well, yeah, I see that's it. Again, I don't know anything about music. He put his like big bass amp like right up against his flatmate's door and then just started playing Rage Against the Machine really loudly. My friend himself was at this time um, going through what he himself refers to as just like the no sex stage because he was very into heavy metal and had like really long hair and really silly sideburns. But um, yeah, that was his kind of solution to (laughs) just the kind of horror of listening to his housemate have sex without music. Um, And... uh, I've got another anecdote. Again, I'll anonymize it. Um, These are two, I mean, they're they're friends now, but um, this was the first time that uh, one had stayed over at the other's house. Um, And um, so uh, person one goes into the bathroom to clean her teeth and she tells um, her friend to, to put the the uh you know one of the playlists on her itunes on so she goes and looks on um her her laptop and there's kind of normal playlists like running and working music but also sex nice and sex naughty oh my god excellent Uh, there was nothing on the nice one Nothing on the nice one. That's no, so no, no. Good. I mean, I yeah. Oh, I, okay. I know her too. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think she's. There must have been it. one song. N- nothing. Obviously, <laughs> 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 made the playlist and then be like, no. Are we going to use this one? <laughs> Should I really compromise just just for the music? <laughs> I know all my sex is naughty. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. So on the note of music in the bedroom. Have you guys heard of a uh, director, filmmaker in the UK? He's called Charlie Brooker. You heard of that guy? Doesn't he do something that's just like yeah. brown, brown mirror or something? He did this, he did this show where he him. talks about TV. <laughs> like and then technology he did being bad and rotting our brains. Yeah, it's called like Screen Wipe or something. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> anyway, known. Charlie Brooker, little known guy. Um, what What is it known about? So not a lot of people know this, but... So Charlie Brooker, back when he was kind of famous, but not that famous, made a really funny playlist for Spotify. Oh, really? Yeah. It's called Oral Contraceptive, as in A-U-R-A-L. And it is the worst sex soundtrack you could imagine, and therefore also the best. But you know who he's married to? Yeah, Katie... uh, Connie Connie Huck. Huck. Like, absolute babe of, you know, a Blue Peter presenter, you know, the sexual awakening of many, including myself. I mean, like, Like, I I, I assume it must have been mine, because she... I used to watch Blue Peter all the time as a kid, and I think she's absolutely stunning. And brilliant on on Blue Peter. I was a kid, I was like, I want to learn things. And and then I was like, no. Like, what, she looks like naked. (laughs) Anyway. What's on this playlist? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, it's so hard just looking at it because I've got it up here. You're having my baby. Oh my god! <laughs> I love Europe. <laughs> Ooh, painful. Sometimes when we touch, 
Grandma's Hands by Barbara Streisand. Oh, no. <laughs> Going- <laughs> you just cloned her dog twice. <laughs> Going through the motions. Oh, God. Does your mother know? I guess <laughs> that's why song. they call it Dad. the blues. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> Don't cry, Daddy. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> we kill the world, open bracket. Don't kill the world, close bracket. <laughs> Doorbell 3. <laughs> Which is just from an artist called Sound Effects. Oh my gosh, it's just doorbell. <laughs> anyway, I won't, I won't keep going, but, but oh, everyone great. should listen. It's just on Spotify. <laughs> I almost can't believe it's still so there because I found about this when I was like 16 and thought there's no way there. Um... So, so yeah. Oh, I might try it next time. See what just happens. suspecting victim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We would play you the songs, but we can't. Yeah. So you'll have to go check it out yourselves. <laughs> well, they'll be in the show notes. We've <laughs> been doing show notes now. <laughs> um, so we try and end on a happy story every single time we do this podcast. Um, so I have a happy story. It's not mine, I'm afraid. It's from my very dear friend, um, uh, Becky Anderson, who uh, got married. Congratulations. Well, I mean, it was a while ago now. It was like a year and a half ago. But anyway. So I'm, congratulations. Congratulations. Love is real. Love is real. Woo. Um, and this is a really lovely story from her. And it's music related. Okay. So Becca's um, bad music dating story is that her first ever, I think one of her early boyfriends, uh, when she was just a teenager, about sort of 14, 15, took her to a local gig. Um and she was really fed up because he promptly abandoned her. Apparently he went off to, with a friend to go and give smarties to everyone in the crowd. I don't know why she didn't explain. Um, and he abandoned her, left her with a, another friend, a random person she didn't know. That random person is now her husband. Nice. And they met when they were 15. They've been together ever since. And yeah, now they're married. Isn't that nice? So a bad date, bad music date turned into just a wonderful thing wonderful relationship so there we go love is real i ate an entire bag of smarties mini eggs to myself yesterday so i think we know who the real winner is here the real winner here relatable content smarties (laughs) (laughs) the smarties corporation (laughs) our new sponsor please sponsor us smarties (laughs) we don't even need money we just need free smarties a lifetime supply back our husband (laughs) All right, then. I think that brings us to a close. Some finishing admin for the first time, uh, because we now have to do that a bit. So first off, if you could please rate, like, and subscribe to us on iTunes. We hate doing this, but we've never done this for any other podcast before, and now suddenly I really care. I know. I am an avid avid podcast listener who hates it when they ask me to rate them on iTunes. But so needy. But it really helps. So if you could, that would be really great. Um, Also, if you could please send us in any questions you would like us to answer about dating... Let us be your agony aunts. We would love to give you terrible advice. I Dream mean, career for me. Personally. We are we are not licensed in any way to give you <laughs> relationship advice. Um, so guys, you can find us on Twitter at swipe right four with a f- number four love. Um, you can find us on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you can also, if you want to email in your questions uh, privately, it's swipe right for love for f o r the word um, at gmail.com and find us on any reputable podcast source because that's now sorted out we're on itunes baby 